It's time for the Daily Sports Dump. And I'm your host, Joe Canale. You're about to change into show mode anyway. I am. And in fact, we're yep. in show mode and we are recording right now. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, uh, Joe Canale. That's right. Sorry, folks. But I am joined by my co-host, Dan Antonucci. Nooch, how are you doing? Uh, doing great. How are you, Joe? Doing good. You know, the Cowboys' former now quarterback, it looks like, Dinucci. Uh, he, he, uh, he, he is not a direct relative of yours, but did you have any sympathy for him because he's a Dinucci and you're an Antonucci? Well, of course, there's an unspoken bond between all Nucci's of the world. So I guess I was the supporting Ant- him. Sure. I guess Antonucci means little Anthony. Well, if you say so, I know it, it's, it's definitely an Anthony based core. So you're right. Yeah. At least 50% of the way. There we go. Um, well, the Cowboys, I mean, they're not worth talking about, but I guess I've never, ever heard of either of their quarterbacks who are going to be playing next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I just traded for CD lamb. Oh dear. Recently. Yeah. Uh, that might be. Well, I figured, oh, Andy Dalton can throw a good ball. Dalton's a nice little, he'll be able to hit these hot shot receivers, and then everything is just. No, sort of there's a whole, there's a genre of quarterback. Kirk Cousins is probably the highest paid amongst them who, who, <laughs> who get their statistics where you look and you're like, oh, he had two touchdowns and 290 yards. Yeah, but none of those were important yards or touchdowns. You know, right. they were all when you're already down three scores. But I mean, for fantasy purposes, that's fine. I get it. But yeah, it's 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 a it's a mirage, so to speak. It is. Speaking of mirages. Well, we won't get pol- political. Well, how uh, we will get a mirage. Let's talk about a mirage before we get into. I mean, sports has really abandoned us this week, which was a, of all the weeks to abandon the world. You know, yeah, right? if you're not Seriously. watching Champions League soccer during the week, you know, we have all these sports all the time. And now when it's like, boy, I, I sure could use any distraction. Yeah. Any. There's none. And even tonight's nope. game might be canceled. I'm not going to say it's a don't say that. Yeah. But you don't know. Keep your eye on it. If you got to make fantasy. changes. Oh, I am watching closely. But I want to get. I've to, already had my whole week screwed by that game. I'm so sure. I talk about it anymore. But I want to get to a mirage that I haven't gotten to comment on because I don't think we've done a, a an episode since Tony Tony Larusa gets hired, which is the perfect thing to happen this week for a yeah. successful <laughs> Hispanic guy to get fired, only to bring in an older white guy who is yeah. even more against what they said the one guy got fired for yeah you know well, you like, know you're an old manager when 90 percent of the people that sees their breaking news notification thinks it's that tony larusa died yes <laughs> i i saw it and i started reading i'm like fucking 2020 of course I he mean, died you know again, and then uh, and then I looked, he was hired i was like well that's oddly 2022 <laughs> don't let jerry reinsdorf fool you when you see him in the the jordan thing as like some benevolent dude. He's a 
freaking old white billionaire like the rest of them. And he's yep. like, no, I don't like this guy who's, I mean, poor Renteria has gotten dumped by the Cubs and the White Sox. Yep. And La Russa, oh, God, I hate him. So the only good thing about Tony La Russa returning <laughs> is how much I hate him and and if he fails. Unfortunately, he's got a good team that would have been fun. So watching that blow up could be interesting, but also watching all the players blow up and get back knee is going to be interesting to watch because yeah, back knee. You know, LaRusse is the king of that. <laughs> Come on, the Bash brothers, the back knee brothers. Yes, of course. It was just a mispronunciation of back knee. Or Bash. Correct. And then, oh, you know, you know McGuire had a legendary back knee. Oh, sure. And it followed him to, uh, you know, all the way to St. Louis. Yep. I, I certainly don't think McGuire was the only one on those teams that was juicing. They had a bunch of big boys and La Russa looked no, the other it, way. And the shameful thing was McGuire got wrapped up in those guys because he never needed to touch. No, that's true. As a rookie, he, he had 49 a, homers. Yeah. And, there you, go. you know, he would have been a 500 homer guy probably anyway, maybe barely. But, you know, he, he was better than Dave Kingman. But who knows how much better than Dave Kingman he was because of the steroids. Significantly, I'll tell you that. Okay, all right. No, no disrespect to Mr. Kingman. No, Kingman was also seemingly a big jerk as well. So yeah. screw that guy. All right, well, that was my you, Tony Dave. LaRusso bashing yep. for today. There'll be more. You know, Dave Kingman's 71st birthday is coming up in December. Maybe we should have him on the show. No, uh, my my next get, I have to try to get Brant Brown, Padres hitting coach, who once came up into the booth and threatened to either beat the shit out of me or get me written up in the league. I forget. I need to have an on-air apology with him. And certainly his career has done better since that moment than mine. Yeah. I'll have to have Fleming on that episode because Fleming was with me at the time. And when Brant Brown looked up into the booth, Fleming with no hesitation, pointed me out immediately. <laughs> it was amazing. I, lo- I was like, why are you pointing at me? He's like, I don't want him to think it's me. Yeah. No, classic. Even if you weren't involved and Brant Brown was angry looking for somebody, I think Fleming still would have pointed to you. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I, I have a smirk I am unable to remove from my face. So saw that in my daughter the other day, which was amazing how it infuriated me that smirk all right so uh, sports has abandoned us you know i wanted to do an episode on monday but it was too tense and i was like people can't listen to anything now tuesday you know i thought maybe things would be a little bit more known during the day do an episode mm-hmm. but then i was like people can't listen to this and then yesterday i'm like all right surely i'll get up news will be done we'll be able to move on with our lives you know obviously there's more to come but that just like we were saying, and I don't know if we were on the air or not, but this waiting is like the, the worst extra inning game in history. Oh, it's terrible. And it's stupid. It just gets dumber by the minute. It like, does. The it's, it's just like a headache. Like the longer it, it draws wet. out, the dumber it gets is exactly right. You have people in right. two different States, <coughs> pardon me, supporting the same candidate in one state. They're yelling, stop counting. In the other state, they're yelling, keep counting. 
it's it it couldn't be a more like obvious ploy. It's like so you really don't you have no actual feeling other than what will make us win. There's no like it there it, there's no semblance of fairness. Sorry. What? Had a technical difficulty. You couldn't hear that, could you? What, hear what? Okay, good. What 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 did I miss though? Was there a big yelling match? Uh I'm on the mobile format, but I realize I still have my work phone formatted or forwarded to this phone. Oh, and I just dear. had an incoming phone call and I could hear it in my Oh, ear that must phone. have been crazy for you. For me, it was. And nothing. I was like, oh, okay, good. I'm sorry if I interrupted your beautiful thought. No, I think, I think the interruption was necessary. It's just, it's just crazy where it's like, we were, we were talking before of the sports analogies we can make for this. It might be like an Isner. Uh, I don't know if you know, he's a really tall guy who always goes five sets and wins every serve and loses every other guy's serve. So every match. Yeah, he's also the president of Disney. I know that's a different Isner, but this Isner, the tennis playing one, it's every one of his matches is five sets, seven, six in the fifth set tie break, or it's like 21, 20 in the fifth set tiebreaker. He's crazy. They've had to, they've had to stop his matches and start him up the next day. And that's what this is like, because it's also, Maybe tennis. He's an old it's two boxer. guys, it's tennis. And it's, so it's not even something you're all that interested in normally, but you're like, what is this going on? This it's still going on. So you check in on ESPN and they're like, well, Isner Tompkins match. And it's 17th hour. <laughs> you're just waiting for somebody to have like a, yeah, it's like they're just waiting for someone think, to go ahead. No, I'm saying do you think tennis has players like old boxers that would just go a ton of rounds that you could bet on. And like, is this guy just a specialist that knows he's not going to win, but he could take anybody to the 35th set? Well, he can win if he, he only has to break a guy one time. But, you know, and his serve is amazing because he's 6'8 or 6'9. So he's just serving down on you but it also makes it hard for him to return a lot of stuff. So he's super one dimensional. I don't know. There is a lot of uh, fixing in tennis. I know that that sport has a lot of gambling. Uh, yeah. Guys get caught all the time there. There's too much money around. I mean, it's, it's hard sometimes to watch the NS, the NFL when I can feel the, uh, the shenanigans going on. Yes. Oh, well, anything right. that happens Ugh. when a game is out of hand, but that mm-hmm. moves the that moves the the money on the spread line. That's when it's like, OK, yep. You know, those you can, are the none of the players are good enough actors to fool us either. So when they're like feigning oh, effort yes. to like tackle a guy and stuff, it's like it stands out like a sore thumb. Like it's but I don't know. That's ridiculous. Well, you're going to, to step I, beyond my little uh, conspiracy yeah. theory, but you almost know it's do. true. I just need to separate that from my sports love and just say it's part of the game. Don't let it raise your blood pressure. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Your teams have won enough titles that you can assume you've benefited as well as lost out from it. Sure. I, Hey, I mean, it's never, the Huskies have never had any leniency from officials or anything, but the giants and the Yankees over the years, I'm sure there was a call or a, I think those teams have a moment. I know Nebraska has been getting the shaft for a long time. I explained that to you. I have a lot of stats that prove it. There was once 21 yep. consecutive conference games where the opponent didn't get holding. 
uh, didn't have a holding call against them on passing plays. 21 games in a row, conference games. I mean, you're just going to walk into one of those holding penalties. Yeah, I would. I would. That would break me as a fan. I would. Oh, my God. Well, our team, it's not like the thing is, it's not like these are. So when I became when I was a Nebraska fan early on, they were Mm -hmm. always a top 10 team at the end of the season, but they always lost their bowl game. And they always they were like Oklahoma now where they're a power, but they never go all the way. They lose a big game. And usually we lost to Oklahoma and then we'd lose our bowl game. So we'd be 11 and two ranked six in the country. And so those calls that went against us, like Penn State had a guy who was absolutely out of bounds and they called him in bounds and blah, 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 blah. But those were costing us national titles back then. So that was how I started my Nebraska fandom. And then we had those 90s years where we were getting all the criminal element and winning national titles. So we had our glory <laughs> years. So now when we're losing, it's like, oh, this is going to lose our shot to be second in the Big Ten West. So the, the, the pressure is not quite as high as those losses when I was younger, but it is sure. pointing. Well, I've always had a soft spot for Nebraska and Tennessee. I used to be decked out in Tennessee, hey, you know, uh, that's Tennessee my, Vols gear when I was that, a young man. That's my number two team because uh, I briefly lived in Knoxville. My dad got his uh, doctorate in Tennessee at the University of Tennessee. So Wow, look at that. Yeah, I lived in Knoxville for two years. So that's always my backup team, and they are awful. And of wow. course, Nebraska I've considered. Go ahead. Well, they won one of their titles after beating Peyton Manning in his final college game. They dominated him. And then Michigan barely beats Ryan Leaf in his last college game. And yet Michigan splits the title. God, we would have killed that team. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Still have I still have 97 Husker angst. But we're we're here to just talk about how sports has left us in the cold, because what is there now? And even the transactions, because of COVID, no one wants to sign big free agents. So where you might get some trades and free agent signings in these sports that are off season right now, you know, the basketball and baseball off seasons offer enough interest with transactions, but it looks like nobody's doing shit this year because nobody knows what their money's doing. You don't even get any of that movement. There's absolutely zero happening. No, and the except, effect... except teams going down with COVID. Like I look yep. on ESPN and I think there are three teams today that in some way put somebody on a list. Uh, oh, yeah, the list just fu- and it's so funny how the NFL is such a criminal organization that they oh, and- sincerely were concerned with health for about two weeks. They did the postponement and the shuffling and then oh, they created yeah. these bizarre lists and COVID reserve and contest the morning. It's like. And even no, the stories just, just on ESPN, you don't give a shit. an hour ago, there were three of them up there about COVID things. And now there's uh-huh. just one about a college game. So the NFL gets that stuff down off the list pretty quick. They're like, yep. hey, 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 take this off. Uh, it's incredibly disruptive. Think about this, too. The domino effect. The, the Niners just earlier this week uh, cut Dante Pettis, who's sort of a, you know, jab, kick returner, speedy wide receiver they drafted a few years ago. Please don't and, say you've uh, picked up Dante Pettis on your fantasy. No, team. no, no, I haven't. But I'm saying they, uh, had they known two of their oh, remaining right. receivers would get COVID uh, two days later, 
yeah. they probably would have uh, liked to have him around. Now they're bringing some practice squad dudes up, and they can't know, bring him back in, right? Because they released. No, him. exactly. And you can't bring in, you can't sign someone from another team because they have to wait and you know quarantine or whatever. Well, I have a feeling that the 49ers are dumping their season right now. Now the trade deadline's uh, over, but their team is just injured as F as all F and the other teams in that division are pretty good. So I think they're going to take a they're just going to take a dump on the season and leave it and not uh, and get like a real quarterback instead yes, of Jimmy Garoppolo. Exactly. Exactly. Now I don't know about the, there's a guy from North Dakota state who's supposed to be like the third best quarterback the carson wentz if you will but wentz has proven to he holds the ball too long which is something a guy at a small school would do because you don't have you know you don't have running back speed out of linebackers coming at you right it's a double-edged sword though because some of his bigger plays are when he does hold the ball for a while and yeah. it looks like shit's falling apart, and then he makes some crazy throw that's probably ill-advised, and then he to hits me the, he's you know. jo- he's Josh Allen, not even. Josh Allen, I I value a lot more. I, yeah, I mean at this but stage I, of his I career, think, I mean, but I think that Wentz somehow has a status above Josh Allen. Yeah, that's called two seven two thousand seventeen hangover. People yeah. can't move forward. They yes. they think he's forever that that yeah. Carson Wentz. Just he's off. a fine player. He can throw a good ball. Don't get me wrong. But oh, yes. Yes. But no, but he makes it in today's game. You can't hold the ball that long because, no. because they protect the quarterback and everything. But the one thing that is going to get you killed is holding the ball a long time because then a guy has a free shot on you. And that's the difference. I mean, yes, Lawrence Taylor destroyed some dudes. Yeah. But the guys are so big now. Yeah. One hit, one hit could always have taken you out. But I think it was like a four percent possibility and now it's like a 12 percent possibility yeah you know carson wentz to somehow uh, what a weird football so weird like they beat the cowboys 23 to 9 the other day and carson wentz fumbled twice and threw two picks yep Uh, it's just it's fascinating how bad dallas can be how bad that whole division is uh for a second if you want to talk about it more I mean, it's like the uh, the the hell version if the NFC West was heaven. Yeah. I mean, again, talk about I'm going to have my buddies who do the Nebraska podcast on one of these days uh, just to do a general explanation to people what it's like when you were on top of the world in your youth. And now, I mean, the 90s for me were so good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it came in with even the Yankee teams that didn't win in the late 80s and early Mm -hmm. 90s. You got Winfield, you got Mattingly, you got Ricky Henderson. You have, I mean, I love those guys. And even though Absolutely. those teams didn't win, those were fun players to have on your team. Yeah. So, and New York was, you know, again, where we had Steinbrenner, we were entertaining. Then we come into, we get the Giants Super Bowl, right? Lawrence Taylor, 86. Incredible. Then the 90s start, we get another Super Bowl with the Giants. The Knicks are always good in there. Yep. obviously disappointing at the end all the time, but we would take it now. And then the Yankees just took that decade over. And for me, additionally, I have Nebraska also just crushing in the mid nineties. So it'll never be like that again. No. Well, like the giants can win a super bowl twice in eight years. Sure. But I don't think the Yankees or anyone are going to win. What is it? Four titles in a decade and go five, six times. 
Maybe yeah, the Dodgers was, might. Uh, if the Dodgers were to win two or three more now, it would be like that. And I suppose that's possible. But you're not going to see in college football, certainly not for Nebraska, that they're going to win three titles in four years. No. Even Alabama doesn't do that anymore. No. So, so those days are over, unfortunately. And yeah, it could uh, be said about a lot of days in 2020. Yes, you're right. You're right. A lot of the glory days are over, not just for your sports franchises. Exactly. I mean, we could be in the midst of a mass mass extinction based on. Well, that might be. Well, we could be at the the beginning of that right now anyway. So who knows? But they're still playing the games. Amen. And I I guess that's the important thing. Yes. Justin Herbert. What a bright spot in a weird season. That guy's a hell of a player. He's a surprise. That's what you just don't know. I I would have thought he was kind of a Ryan Leaf type player, but he turns out to be, you know, much better than that. He's fabulous. And if he was charismatic, he'd be on every freaking Campbell soup commercial. Yes. Just saying. Well, he has time. He's, He's a rookie. Although Baker Mayfield somehow is doing more commercials than, you know, Bill Glass. Yeah. That's a that very good word. Uh, that's a uh, commercial actor who I'm friends with who works a lot. <laughs> very good. Everybody loves those jokes. You know, Bill Glass. He, he's the, yeah, he's the guy. Glass. He's the guy in the I think they're progressive commercials who helps people who are turning into their parents. He's the yes. psychologist. He's, he's wonderful. Yeah, he's great. I saw that I auditioned for that role, but you know who the picture was of in that role? Bill Glass up on the thing. <laughs> so I called him. I was like, hey, Bill, I'm on a I'm auditioning for a part that you are the uh, template for. I don't know if he already had it or what, but he, he ended up being it. So. Wow. Since week three. I'll leave you with this stat. Yeah, this is a good way to 12, go out. Twelve touchdowns, three interceptions. Never below 264 yards throwing. And he's played some tough teams, Tampa Bay, Denver on the road, New Orleans on the road. And New Orleans is kind of a joke. But I just I'm really impressed with this kid. 6'6", 237 pounds. He throws really, really accurate. Got a very good arm. Nicely thought out passes. Yep. Yeah, I like I actually good. like the Chargers team. I'm going to be honest. They're not bad. They've lost so heartbreakingly i mean mm-hmm. I, I like their coach too but that, that that's the kind of season that that gets a coach fired yes they had they were up like 15 points the last four games and they lost them all there's a coach i like and i can't remember what team he coaches now but he's his name is matt rule and he was he coaches Baylor. carolina carolina yes thank you i love that coach and and what he does with uh, yeah he's an offensive team. genius so uh, we'll see what happens with that team i was hoping the giants would have got him to be perfectly square he was i would have liked him better than the guy they got now apparently the team likes that guy but that's one other thing i wanted to say is the giants quarterback is also horrible <laughs> he he's a turnover machine i'm sorry like yeah. he might be a good backup. He's to me, he's kind of a Fitz magic type guy, maybe who, yeah, he can come in, he can come back and win a game for you and then win two games and then lose four in a row. Yep. And so he really is 
to me. Yeah. Get rid of him. I really love magic. Can, yeah, go ahead. can that guy end up in the Cowboys, please? It's why wouldn't he? Now it won't happen because this trade deadline passed, but yeah. that would have been perfect. But, yeah. but why I look, I want the Cowboys. Now here's the thing. The Cowboys are also going to start tanking, but I think they have two wins now. So start tanking. <laughs> well, as if they were just cruising and, <laughs> uh, you overwhelmed my system with that one well the two guys they're playing i mean after danucci they went to these other two guys Great. yeah like they're basically you and i i mean yes, i could go in there are. and and get the ball asking. off successfully yes. get my yes no i i honestly let me just be square with you if i were to start a nfl game under under the center yeah i would be two for 19 passing with 61 yards rushing and uh, some sort of horrible injury in the third quarter. <laughs> you know, I think I could get a couple passes completed, but yeah, I probably would fumble, throw an interception. I might be able to get a scramble for like five or six yards, but yeah, ultimately mostly negative categories. Uh, oh yeah. Just to, just our sheer size smallness we'd yes. be able to hide behind a couple linemen and slip uh, through a hole you know for, i'm kind of drew Brees size uh and probably about his athleticism at this point oh you're more athletic than breeze i've seen maybe you a little bit sports over maybe a little bit yeah, yeah he's, he's uh, a better quarterback than you no question but you're a better overall athlete well i did get called joe breeze at that audition Joe when Breeze. I when I that completed a pass name. to just rando white dude against Kiri Ford or whatever. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that audition. That yeah. was fun. You forgot I mean, that audition. We were audition. basically NFL combine guys. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 I didn't forget it. Forget I compl- it. But, I was completing yeah, no, was passes that was one of my college favorite football day. players. And that Game guy pro. played for the yeah, Saints. Yeah, Kyrie Ford was a yeah. He was the same. Yep. All right. One last thing I wanted to yep. say in our little NFL bash at the end of this thing is would you want to be treated by an NFL doctor? Because did you hear about the guy no. in the Raiders who had to be taken to the hospital because they put an air bubble into his bloodstream? No, thanks. Like, nope. he got carted out because that'll kill you if you get an air bubble. Quickly, yeah. Call it oh, an yeah. aneurysm or something. So they had yeah. to take him to the hospital. That, they puncture the lung of... of Silo uh, Taylor. Which I have mixed feelings on because I am such a big Justin Herbert guy. And well, he I know was going to start eventually anyway, but poor, yeah. poor Taylor. He's gotten the shaft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's another guy. Yes. You know, throw him a bone. Send him to right. Dallas. Throw him, just trade yes. him somewhere. At Dallas, he would be, yes. But he has a collapsed lung at this point. Ugh. Yeah. The All lawsuit, right. I would... Oh, wage against. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's like, but I'm sure I'm sure those doctors are protected by 70 to 200 page oh, documents where, where that type of incident is covered. Yeah. Absolutely. They could probably lit, rip your head off and, and poop yes. down your head hole. Yes. Oh, and the they'd th- be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You signed the contract. I'm sure the stuff NFL doctors have done disobeys every element of the Hippocratic oath of do oh, no yeah. harm. Well, they've got those secretive pop-up tents whenever a yes, player is yes, being assessed yes. and you can say, Oh, it's for his humble. It's for his, uh, you know, his, they don't want to show his nude body or whatever. It's because they're like, they've Shoot got like cortisone needles. seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's true. 
Well, tendon rejuvenators. We still we still watch. So re just remember that no matter how good you think you are. And you may be above average in this country, uh, in my yeah. in my estimation, there are 70 million people who just announced that they are racists. <laughs> the last in the last week, 70 million people just said, <sighs> I'm down with this. So but if you still watch the NFL, still put you on a lower moral scale. But I'm there. With <sighs> yeah, yeah. I try not to watch too much. <laughs> well, all or I have I is do. I have the red zone. I don't have the whole package, so I just have the red zone channel, which really is all which you is need. great. Yeah. So I don't watch anything but that either, but that's everything. Well, the red zone is one of those. I mean, I haven't paid for it in years just because I can't justify sure, it. But sure. I got it with it my latest. So hat. glorious. Yes. When you house sit for somebody or you're at somebody's house yes. and they're like, oh, I'm gonna put red zone on. I'll tell you another like thing they changes, have. It releases endorphins. They have something on CBS Sports Network called the Golazzo Show <laughs> during the Champions League matches. It's the same thing. It's like the red zone. They have to go back usually because there's no like, oh, they're in the red zone now. Yeah. So, but they show every goal that gets scored in all the games that are being played and then live cut-ins. It's pretty good. That's good. That's, That's been great. the only thing. Soccer is the only thing to keep you folks Again, this thing could drag out into next week. And if that's there the case, you, yeah. try to watch some daytime soccer. It's all I can recommend. Yeah. And if you're and if you're not there yet with soccer, there's a great show called uh, um, on Apple TV. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. <laughs> that can get you in the, uh, in the soccer, soccer mood. mood. I will say something. Yes. I just watched that whole episode. And there is something they do in the last episode that I even like, I, I enjoy the show a great deal. It's great, but they do something in the end thing that any soccer fan is going to be like, come on. So Good. I just want to say that. Well, there you go. You get introduced to the show and a last episode spoiler in the same two minute span. I mean, how, how great does that get? All right. Do you th uh, it's Thursday. So unless some big stuff happens, I don't know that we'll be doing an episode tomorrow, but who, you never know. Yeah, maybe they'll another player will have a test that comes mid game, and we'll have our yes. first ever game stoppage due to COVID. yes. Uh, I think this game has a more than ten percent chance of that happening. Yeah. So let's let's look for that. That's your prediction. I like it. That's my prediction. All right, man. Uh, the, the, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>